0: what's up party people welcome to the sci-fi Momby podcast i am april the sci-fi Momby and we are in season two episode two welcome to the Sci-Fi whoops party. and it helps if you mute your other phone all right <laughs> so how's everybody doing hi resolute germ how are you thank you for joining us uh, i'm going to go through the chat so far, it's just Resolute Germ, because he's awesome. So uh, with me, as always, is my co-host, Victor. Hello. There he is. <laughs> We're still in separate rooms having echo issues, which is lovely. But yeah. you know what? We'll deal with it. <laughs> so, so, Vic, thoughts new going on with you? Mm.
1: Not, I don't think so.
0: <laughs> Not much going on here except it's the holiday season. We made it through Thanksgiving. Yeah. Our Thanksgiving was really good, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everybody out there in our friend community land, did you all have a good Thanksgiving? I hope you did. Um, but you know, hey, let's roll on. And you know what? December is Friday. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. This year has gone by way too fast. So all right, Vic, let's move into news of the week. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Um you wanna start off with scream?
1: Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, what a big shakeup on scream this week. So um Melissa Barrera, right? Yeah. yeah. Um tweeted out some support about the Palestinians, and she was taken to be anti Semitic. She got fired. Um, and in protest, um
1: Jenna Ortega. Jenna
0: Ortega joined her and quit the franchise. Yeah. So it is now broke that Paramount went back to Nev Campbell and asked her to return, and she said yes. Yeah. So here we go. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're right back to Nev Campbell. And Vic and I are kind of hoping that uh, 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 Patrick Dempsey might show back up as Nev's husband.
1: So, yeah, because uh, he was in Scream 3 as Mark and then we never really heard from him.
0: Yep, that is true. We, yeah. Yep. We heard
1: we heard, like we heard about him in Scream 5, but nothing in Scream 4, which is kind of weird.
0: Yeah, they just said he was around yeah so um scream is still a thing resolute germ yeah it really is and you know what my first uh momby quote of the holidays was actually mariah carey's song (laughs) so i know it just seems like mariah is always synonymous with christmas now and she sued every year over it so you know i was instacarting yesterday that's my side gig Hey, Vic, can you mute for a second? Okay. Um, I was side gigging yesterday for Instacart. That's my side gig. And I walked by Victoria's Secret on my way to Sephora to pick up an order. And she was plastered all over Victoria's Secret's wall. (laughs) She has a line of uh, lingerie for the holidays to go along with her song. So why am I not surprised? Okay, so I mean, hey,
1: it's Mariah Carey, so
0: that is yes. true. She knows how to make the moolah. She knows how. But going back to Scream, they just got the Matrix down to where now it's a huge shakeup and. I mean, I, I love, love Nev, her. don't get me wrong, but wow, just incredible. What What are your thoughts, Vic? Um, I think
1: it's just a bunch of bullshit going on with Melissa Barrera, being fired over something so stupid.
0: Yeah. It's uh, it's going to be one of those things that I think we're just going to have to sit back and watch and see where the franchise goes from here. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Let's just hope they bring back, let's just hope at least they have Jasmine Savoy Brown and uh, what's his name to be the uh, Meeks twins.
0: Oh, yeah. I want to see the twins back. They are so cool.
1: Yeah. yeah and also Martha. Uh, yeah. Randy's sister.
0: Yeah, that would be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and of
1: course, of course, Gail's gonna come back. She's still executive producer. So.
0: Yeah, I don't see Courtney ever leaving the franchise ever, unless they just kill Gail off. But I, I even then, I could see her rising from the dead as a zombie.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: so. All right, moving on. Let's see here. Other news of the week. Did you see Doctor Who last Friday?
2: I loved it.
0: Oh my God, I'm in love with it. I mean, I love the writing. I love David Tennant's back. I love Catherine Tate is back. I'm glad that Donna Noble lived. I like Donna Noble's daughter, son, child, daughter. um, I love that she's married. I love she gave up her powers and she's not dead. I mean, I, I, I guess I'm a progressive mama because, uh, if y'all know my children identify LBGTQIA so these issues are going to be there. Let people live their lives, right? I won't harp on that any more than I normally do. Um, But I just, I love the story premise. Meep was a little bitch. (laughs) Is that, is that its name? Meep? The Meep? I
1: think think it might be Beep the Meep, but I'm not sure.
2: Beep the Meep?
1: Beep. Oh,
0: B-E-A-T.
1: No, Beep. E, E, P.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, then. Oh, that's okay, Jerem. I understand. I watch Deed's reviews also, you know. We all have our opinions, and we're all allowed to express them. Um, I just love Doctor and, Who, yeah, and that's all I'm going to say. I'm, gonna say. Um, I'm ready for next week's uh Special, it's the or it's not. It's not the. It's Wild Blue Yonder. Um, I was Mm -hmm. absolutely hold, please. Um, I have to make a statement. Spoiler alert: If you haven't watched it yet, turn me off because Donna Noble run the TARDIS. She spilled her coffee on the TARDIS. Yeah.
1: As soon as she went, as soon as she went into the TARDIS, too.
0: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's like, I haven't been back in like over 20, was it 20 years, 10 years? How long has it been?
1: 2008,
0: 2009. So 15 years, give or take? Yeah. Yeah. And she spills, she spills her coffee on the TARDIS. <laughs> Good job, Donna. <laughs> yeah. Yeah hi jedi bill welcome thanks for stopping by trying to uh stay up with my chat because i love it when everybody stops by to say hello um we're we're trying to stream more so like tonight we're wrapping up uh it's your turn to scream with sci-fi mambi uh, for a year and we're going to move into the holiday season but um Continuing on with the news. Yeah, we're ready for the next two installment, And there is an actual Christmas special this year. So awesome. Um, where we will meet the new doctor. Let's see. Moving along. Family Guy. Oh, my God. Are you serious, Fox? Family Guy has been moved to Wednesday nights beginning March 6th, 2024. From what I have read. I don't believe that was a seth decision. So we'll see where that goes. Vic and I personally would like to see uh, Family Guy move to TBS to be with American Dad. But that's not our executive decision. No? Where do you wanna see it go to? No, I do, I want
1: to see it go
0: to TBS. Oh, okay, so we're on the same page there. All right. I I don't know what's going on with Disney and Fox and Seth. I kind of try to keep my opinions to myself um, because the only thing I have to ask for is renew the Orville.
1: Here comes Slinky. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, here comes the furry the furry stars of the show yeah yeah our new our new kitten is a talker, so I apologize up front if you hear him. Um why is Family Guy still on the air germ? Because I want it still on the air. <laughs> yeah, I know Seth's deleg. Seths delegated a lot of the writing and um how do I put this nicely? He's kind of delegated it off to others. Um, like, alex bornstein jay farrow um and so on i think it's great you know i've always i'm i'm um i'm a cartoon a sore anyways um so family guys edginess like i still like south park i haven't watched the new south park i need to do that um but i love I love Futurama. I love The Simpsons, Bob's Burgers. I haven't watched... I haven't gotten to the new... What is that called? Crapopolis? Um, What else do I watch, Vic? I've seen Steven Universe. I watched watched Gravity Falls with you guys. (laughs) Wait, you watched Steven Universe? Yeah, I've watched it with you guys. Oh, I've watched Phineas and Ferb I, turn on. I'll turn on Phineas Rick and Ferb any Rick and Morty. I love Rick and Morty.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I love Tony Stark doing Rick and Morty. That's awesome. Wait, what? Yeah. yeah my, my buddy brains. Stark of iron. you.
2: Hmm. Oh, <laughs>
0: the echo is terrible. Um, our buddy Stark of iron, does amazing voices he does the joker from batman and he does rick and morty oh my god you gotta like you need to come on his show with me like we'll be in the chat and i'll I'll ask him to do rick and morty for you you'll love it you'll love it yeah um but you know i join you i join you a lot resolute germ i like to watch your saturday morning show when you do cartoons Cal arts crap. (laughs) I understand. You know, that's why there's so much out there. Like, I like um, Big Mouth and I like Human Resources on Netflix. I think those are the funniest shows I've ever seen. I like Disenchantment and I was so so sad when it ended. I mean, I know it's been five seasons um, and matt's got so much going on with futurama and the simpsons i I don't know how he does it i mean i know he delegates like seth does because ted the series is coming to peacock january 11th so you know you can you can only do so much before you go insane right right so but you know i just i just love cartoons it's always been there for me I am an 80s kid, so Thundercats and Smurfs and Snorks and, you know, She-Ra, Princess of Power. Those are all my jams from growing up. My Little Pony, you know. Um, Moving into the 90s, I'm a huge Animaniacs fan. I can sing the songs. Yeah. And I always refer to my kids as Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. You're the middle one. You're Wacko. (laughs) Tony's Yakko, you're Wacko, and and Knight is Dot. So, because you all act like it, and you all sound like it sometimes, too. So, but anyways, moving on, let's see here. Jimmy Kimmel is hosting the Oscars again, because he's so freaking cool on March 10th, 2024. So. We do. Oh. We don't even live close to one. <laughs> so uh, as we all know, with the strikes, which are over, everything has been postponed and pushed back. But the Daytime Emmy Awards will air on December 15th don't know what network, I'll find that out for you, and I will post it, as I usually do. I do have a grind my gears here in a minute, because I can, Um, but I have some more stuff to go through. Dial of Destiny hits Disney Plus on December 1st. I am looking forward to it. I haven't seen it yet, and I subscribe. Um, Family Switch with Jennifer Gardner premieres on Netflix on November 30th. Uh, Candy Cane Lane with Eddie Murphy premieres on December 1st on Prime Video. We subscribe to that one, too. I watched Good Burger, too. Whoa, Vic. What? Vic, the co-host, left. No, I didn't. And he's back. Hold on. Let me put you back in. Oh, you're still on stage. Oh. Yeah. All right, then. Well, your avatar did.
1: Well, <laughs> did you my
0: I guess so. I freeze. I'm not even on Wi Fi. Me neither. Weird. All right. Let's see. What do you see? At this point, he's the only one willing to take the job. Are you talking about Matt, Matt Gronick, germ? Bro. Groning. Gronick. I don't know. Groaning. <laughs> I botch everybody's names. You know that by now. All right. Moving on.
1: What about Seth McFarlane?
0: I shall never botch that name. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh, be quiet, Reno the Orville. Um, Good Burger (laughs) Two is really cute. I really loved it. I I'm a fan of Keenan and Kel um that's that's my other jam nickelodeon in the 80s and 90s that's just where i grew up you know cartoon network nickelodeon i wasn't a really big disney channel person we my parents always had um
1: how long has Cartoon network been around
0: oh god 90s since the 90s i believe so
1: do you remember getting
0: introduced yeah Oh yeah, I remember when it, when Mediacom, well, it wasn't Mediacom then, um, they picked it up, but hold please. Like, I, I kind of remember when MTV hit the airwaves. Okay.
2: Um,
0: what was I doing? Oh, yeah, I was uh, looking up when Cartoon Network hit the scene.
2: (laughs) It's right there. Sorry, guys. All right, moving on.
0: Uh, Sorry, guys, looking up (laughs) some hold, please talk amongst yourselves. Here, I'll give you the topic. Jimmy Kimmel hosting the Oscars. Yes, really. (laughs) Because it's like Buddha. He's just so good at it. All right. What year did Cartoon? October 1st, 1992. I remember that because I was 92. Is that eighth grade, seventh grade. Oh my god, I'm dating myself. Okay, moving on. <laughs> yes, germ, they're both still alive. <laughs> that's good, that's really good. Um, so more movies coming out Aquaman 2 hits. The Lost Kingdom hits theaters December 25th. That looks good. Um, Chicken Run 2 hits theaters November 27th. I have a feeling we're gonna see Chicken Run hit streaming services pretty quickly. We might even see Aquaman hit Max pretty quickly as well. I still have not seen Barbie or Oppenheimer. I'm behind the times, sorry, not sorry. I do want to see Barbie. I do want to see both of them. they pretty much catapulted each other when they both hit theater. So, you know, um, all right. That's all the news of the week I have. If anybody else has anything else to share, I'll be more than happy to talk about here. Cartoon Network didn't really mean anything until the cartoon. That is true, Germ. I agree and you know what else about 99 was when spongebob debuted on nickelodeon they kind of clashed with each other so what was that johnny bravo cow and chicken um powerpuff girls uh what else debuted then all those kind of butted heads with each other and 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 the ratings gold that came along with it for both networks so yeah you know uh I watched SpongeBob from the very beginning. I miss Steven Hielenberg. I miss Ren and Stimpy. I, I love the reboot of um, Beavis and Butthead. I I really like Mike Judge. So I would love to see him do a sequel to Office Space. I think it would be hilarious. I love that movie. Um, that, that song, when, when I'm having a kick-ass day, I hear that song. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster in my head. So, yeah, it's funny. All right. Let's switch gears now. And let's move into the final installment for 2023 of It's Your Turn to Scream with Sci-Fi Mombie. We're going to wrap up the Saw series because I'm tired of watching them. (laughs) Let me tell you. (laughs) i've crammed i have crammed in so much saw in the past what month i don't want to watch it anymore <laughs> Oh yeah. my gosh. it's been yeah so
1: um
0: no so, thank you i know it's it's time to yes dex yes germ dexter's lab i don't know why i forgot them and ed ed and eddie I, I always mentally block it out because my sister-in-law's name is Dee Dee. <laughs> so, Dee Dee, get out of my lab. <laughs> we like to, we like to joke about that. Um, so, moving on, gotta find my other notes about saw five. Here we go. Um, Victor. On a scale of one to yeah. ten, what do you give mm-hmm. saw five?
1: Um I haven't really seen
0: it. But it's kind of just a a, a roll over of four to me. Mm. Um I give it I give it a five. Mm. It's okay. It's not I mean, you know, it was it's a 2008 horror movie directed by David Hollick, um, screenplay by Patrick Melton and Marcus Dunstan. It's, of course, the fifth installment and it's the sequel to 2007 Saw 4. So they were kind of just cranking them out because they could kind of like Fast and Furious movies. What was the other thing? What was the other thing we were talking about? Was it Star Wars? They're just kind of cranking them out. Stop, mm. please stop. Okay, just, you know, I'm, okay, okay. You've there dragged you Star Wars I gotta, along
1: long enough. Uh,
0: yeah, so I got to grind my gears. Here's the first one, Star Wars. Um, I am the generation that had the drought. I'm going to be sitting on the porch talking to my grandkids. I remember when Star Wars had a drought. (laughs) I mean.
1: Wait, so when did the original Star Wars movies come out?
0: Okay. So Return of the Jedi ended in 1983, 84. I got to see that in the theater. It's like one of the first movies I remember ever seeing in theaters. Um. It was awesome and i yeah. i will always my first recollection of return of the jedi will always be carrie fisher in a metal bikini i don't know why it will always be that way <laughs> or luke sabers green lightsaber luke luke skywalker i can't talk tonight guys luke skywalker's green lightsaber because he had to rebuild his lightsaber after he lost it in empire strikes back um mm-hmm. I, you know, all I can say is there's too much. There's been a huge shakeup at Lucasfilms, or it's coming. Dave Filoni mm-hmm. was named to CCO this week. Um, I've heard through the grapevine that John Favreau might become president in February. Um, that's That's the rumor in the tabloids. I don't know if it's true. Um, but I've heard Kathleen Kennedy is retiring. I, I can't verify that cause I don't have any way to verify that. Um, I just read. It like would be a long real- time coming. Well, yeah, she's been there quite a long time. I mean, maybe she should have left when George left.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: <laughs> all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is there's a flood of star Wars, right? To the mm-hmm. point where we have little kid cartoons. Mm-hmm. I watched The Young Jedi Adventures. Mm. Maybe if I had kids that age, it might appeal to me, but it doesn't. It's mm. like Blue Sclues. My kids, my oldest son, watched The Dickens out of Blue Sclues. And when they rebooted mm. it, I was like, eh. You know? But Not that I didn't. But then like again, Disney, I still watch.
1: But then again, I'm still currently watching through Wonder Pets, so
0: <laughs> that was your show. That was your jam. Mm-hmm. That was Victor's jam. Yours also was Joe Gabba Gabba.
1: Mhm. And the Science on. Kid.
0: And the Science. Yeah, you and your you and Knight loved those shows. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I agree with you, Germ. I think Saw should have never been more than one movie. I agree. Although I did like Spiral, but I like Chris Rock. So. Um Darn it, I had to grind my gears and I forgot it. Mmm, another one. Oh well. Story of my life. It's what happens when you're in your 40s. Um but lost my notes. I like to talk about this stuff. The cast came back, Tobin Bell, Costas, I am horrible with names, I'm sorry. Costas Mandalore, I hope I said that right, Mandior, sorry, Scott Patterson, Betsy Russell, Mark Ralston, Julie Benz, Carlo Rota, and Megan Good. It was released on October 24, 2008 in Canada and the United States. It has a running time of 92 minutes. It's in English. It had a budget of $10.8 million. It had a box office gross of $118.2 million and still going and it's by Twisted Pictures. Um, Lionsgate distributed it. So FBI agent Strom, is investigating murders committed by jigsaw as we all know he's been doing it for quite a while throughout several movies um but most of them in this movie are perpetrated by detective mark hoffman and hoffman is on a revenge tour because he um went after his sister's killer and he's just continuing he's also butting heads with john's widow um dr there went my brain jill dr jill because john left her instructions in his will five and five envelopes six envelopes um to do one final game with these five people
2: and hoffman It's okay. It ends with Strom dying in a very horrible way.
0: Um, it's like I said, it's not my favorite movie. Um, I, I don't like horror movies anyways. I just kind of kind of picked it up because i I like to talk about lots of different things on Sci-Fi Mommy. I don't just stick to sci-fi. Um, it's okay. It's hmm. There's a lot of plot holes. I agree. Um, but you know, it is what it is, and it moves into Saw Six. Can you tell I'm not really enthused about it? It's a movie. <sighs> It made a lot of money. Um, All I can say is, you know, we lost Detective Carey. We've lost Agent Strom. Um,
2: I think the the
0: machine that I found the most disturbing out of the movie is when the she did the developer lady and the guy who set the fire um, have to put their hands in the machine to to put enough blood in there, and then you're looking at each of the holes, and actually all five people were supposed to survive, survive and work together um, to make it out, and only one ends up and isn't that the MO of saw anyways? Only one person makes it out, but then do they really make it out? No. <laughs> so, um, of course, we know John dies of cancer. And hello, real Wade Nation gaming clips. Thank you for joining us tonight. It's nice to see you. Um, I mean. Saw this one. Did try to go back and fill in some holes, but then again, mm, not really. So Hoffman lives, Strom dies. Moving on to saw six. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Find my notes on that one too. So I hope everybody is doing well. Uh, think about you know all my friends uh, had a good. Uh, latchgum on Sunday night with Orville Nation. Then we had a good time on Admiral Teague's show. And then I believe Culture Casino had a good show. And so did um, Tony Stark's first um, late night talk show with Rancor Steve. That went off really well. So um, jam-packed Sunday night with all of our friends in the community. Uh, let's see here. Do, do, do. All right, Saw Six is a 2009 horror film, duh. Um, directed by Kevin, oh my lord, names Geertert. Sorry, it's his directorial debut. It was written by Patrick Milton and Marcus Dunstan. Um, of course, the film stars Tobin Bell, Costas oh, Mandior, I'm sorry, Betsy Russell, Mark Ralston, Peter. Outerbridge and Shawnee Smith. Shawnee actually returns, I believe. Didn't she leave? Hey Victor. Didn't she actually leave? Didn't she die in saw mm. two? Saw two? Who? Shawnee. Shawnee Smith. Amanda? Yeah.
1: No, she died at the end of Saw 3.
0: Okay. I was I was trying to figure out which one it was. Um, of course, it's a, it's by Twisted Pictures, distributed by Lion Gate. It was released on October 23rd, 2009. It has a 90 minute runtime, um, released in the United States. Ha, its budget was increased a little bit to 11 million, and it's one of the lower grossing Saw Films at 69.8 million um, because it's bad. <laughs> it's not that great. Um, so, Long story short, you know, that's Peter surprising. Stomp. Why? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, Detective Strom... Uh, Agent Strom's dead.
1: You can't have a uh, movie series that runs that long without it without one or two bad movies.
0: Yeah, I mean, like people are gonna get like absolutely bored because there's only so much blood, guts, and gore you can actually push on people, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm still know. trying
1: to figure out. I'm still trying to figure out which movie revealed uh, Lawrence Gordon, the doctor from the first one to be like one of like the copycats or the disciples, which movie was that again?
0: Is it the final chapter? I saw it. (laughs) No pun intended. (laughs) Um, They just like merged together really bad after a while. Um, Let's see here. So the movie begins with two people who are predatory lenders, and we know how John likes to. um, What am I looking for? Sorry, I'm yawning again. Life of a mombi. Moral dilemmas, implications, you know, he likes to go and show people their faults and try to fix them. Um, Simone survives after she cuts off her arm and Eddie dies. Um, of course, Mark Hoffman's watching the game. Um, Agent Strom and Dan Erickson find the place along with um, Agent Perez. Agent Perez ends up dying. Um hold on just one second, guys.
1: So how's everyone doing? Sorry, I don't usually get a chance to talk. Um um, Cause yeah, I, I'm not usually good with talking, but I felt le- that leaving too much dead air would just be, I don't know. How's
2: right, everyone yeah. doing? <laughs>
0: Let's see. trying to... This is, like, so bad. It it was so bad, I don't even remember half the movie.
1: I was just trying to fill in the dead air.
0: No, yeah, that's fine. Well, you are the co-host. Yeah. So. Let's see here. Oh, yeah, this is the... Okay. (laughs) I remember now. So... The insurance agent that denied John's cancer trial, Hoffman is going after for John as like a last um, hurrah. And As you're going on, you see a a woman and and a child and you're thinking, oh, well, this is the insurance agent's wife and son. And then you see a journalist that keeps following Hoffman, Detective Hoffman, and reporting things that he doesn't like. And that is the insurance agent's girlfriend, wife, and he's caught her. And the first test is oh. his friend who's another insurance agent and they're both strapped in this machine where if they breathe, it clamps down on their bodies and breaks the ribs. And of course, when you're in that situation, Jeez. you're not gonna, yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, when you're in that situation, When you're hurt, you deep breathe. I mean, you know, you take deep breaths. Well, his friend ends up dying because the insurance agent dude controls his breathing. But he still has some cracked ribs. So he's bleeding. Okay, the second test. Uh, 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 uh. I think that's his his secretary and his file clerk are hanging by barbed wire um, on ledges. And he has to choose, he has to pull two handles and he has to choose which one to save. And he ends up saving his secretary and the file clerk, um, unfortunately, hangs to death. And he was young, I mean, he was a young guy. He was like in his twenties. Um, the third test is the rest of his staff. They're like on a merry go round. I believe that's the third test. I mean, there's like six of them. And there's a shotgun contraption machine. And you're going, oh my god. And he has to choose who to save and he saves the Asian lady who has kids and another woman that I think he kind of had feelings for, she kept talking about her parents, how she has to take care of her parents, but all the other ones die by the shotgun because he has to reach his hand in and get it smashed in order to stop the machine. So it like punches holes and breaks bones. It's ugh, it's awful. So you get through that one.
1: Oh, that does then, sound then, awful.
0: I know that every time he had to have his hand, I mean, it was only twice, but still, I mean, ugh. um Yeah. I think the fourth and final test is between his girlfriend, the journalist, and the woman and the son, and come to find out It's not his wife and son. It's the guy that had a heart defect or a heart issue. And it's his wife and his son. And so he has to make it, and and they're trying to figure out how to get out anyways. And there's like a vat of hydrochloric acid and it and there's like a sprinkler system above their heads, and they're thinking, "Oh, we have to shut this off. Stand away. You know, we got to figure out how to turn this off." Well, the countdown clock's still going, and he comes to it, and it's either, oh Lord, was it either? Hold on. It's either he takes the acid or both of them do. And I guess to save his girlfriend and the mother and son, he gets injected with the acid. And that's the end of that story, I guess john got his revenge on that insurance guy mm-hmm. um dr jill and hoffman are fighting and she mm-hmm. locks up hoffman in the amanda contraption
2: mm. and
0: um she escapes. But as he's trying to escape, the machine goes off and he gets it, he, he gets himself out of it, but it tears off all of his right cheek. Ow. So, yeah, and that's where the movie ends. Which is uh. disgusting. <laughs> so Yeah, no yeah. thank you. Saw six. Yay. No, believe, thank you. I believe this movie also st- was it this one? Or was it five? Five? Or is it the final chapter? Oh, my God, they're like, melding together. It's so sad. Um, Maybe that's the whole reason why they meld together. Okay. But I give that one, a I give that one a two, it just wasn't that great. Um, I mean, if you like Saw, then, you know, that's great that you like it, but I didn't. All right. Yeah. So Saw... I feel like, after, I feel like mm-hmm.
1: after a certain point, Saw just becomes a jumbled mess.
0: Exactly. That's pretty much until what it the is.
1: most Until the most recent ones.
0: Yeah. We can't see 10 yet, but Jigsaw and Spiral are not that bad. They're really yeah. It's just, uh, I could see why they waited so long between the last chapter and Jigsaw to do anything. So,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Saw the final chapter is actually called Saw 3D. And that's where Carrie Elway's as Dr. Gordon comes back. Um, mm-hmm. It was released in 2010 um, in 3D. It was kind of weird watching it um, on a small screen. Because some of the things that are supposed mm. to be like really 3D, like the beginning of the movie, where there's like two friends hooked to a saw, like a wood cutting machine. And mm. the girl that they are both romantically involved with is hanging above them um, oh. with a saw, saw blade under her.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's just weird.
0: Yeah, and they have to make it. Just,
1: a, especially because it's done for public spectacle. Which is no, not, this is not know. something that Jigsaw usually does. No, especially because and you can tell. She's too, especially because of yeah. the reason behind it. She's two timing these guys, and that's not usually a reason why Jigsaw does these traps.
0: Yep. Yeah, exactly. And so she ends up dying because the two guys save themselves.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's just, it makes no sense. It, it's just.
0: Yeah. It's, it was a weird opener because, you know, it's not Jigsaw at all, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was di- um, Saw 3D was released in 2010. It was directed by Kevin. Oh, I'm going to say his name right. Gert, Gertart. Sorry. Written by Patrick Melton and Marcus Dunstan. So the same people were have done the last three. These last three Saw movies. Um, mm. It stars Tobin Bell, Costas mandalore sorry guys betsy russell sean patrick flannery and carrie elways so here's the return of mm. dr gordon um twisted pictures is the production company distributed by lionsgate it was released on october 29 2010 it has a 90 minute runtime which is not short enough <laughs> um, <laughs> it had a bigger budget of 17 yeah, it million been zero
1: seconds long Right. It should have been zero minutes and zero seconds long and zero hours.
0: Right. It has a box office <laughs> yeah. gross, which is weird of 136.2 million. Um, let's see. So the deal with this one is Hoffman is going after Dr. Jill after what she did to him mm-hmm. at the end of six. And there are scenes where she's, Having nightmares of him ripping her apart. I mean, oh, it's geez. pretty graphic. For it's it's the, it's the whole reason why it's in three D. Huh. Um. So.
1: No, thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's yeah. So Doctor Gordon sur- survives song off his foot. Um.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's it right after the boys do what they do. It shows Dr. Gordon cauterizing his leg on mm-hmm. a hot steam pipe.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. No. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And then um, let's see here. Dr. Jill witnesses, uh, detective Hoffman's escape. Um, and she goes for help from internal affairs, detective, Matt Gibson. And Mm -hmm. she offers to incriminate Hoffman in exchange for protection and immunity. (laughs) No, um, Mm. so. I must have missed this part. It says that Hoffman abducted a gang of white supremacists. I don't remember that part. Um, hey. But the whole premise of the movie I remember is that Bobby, who claimed to be a victim of Jigsaw, is abducted after he's on this tour, book tour, and, um, And so is his wife, Joyce. She is in chains in, I believe it's a factory. And Bobby has to go through all these different games to get to her. And he almost ends it at the beginning, falling on a floor of spikes. So he finds a way to get away from that. Yeah, it's pretty creepy. So then... His next test is to rescue Nina, his publicist, Suzanne, his lawyer, and Kale, his best friend. And they're all implicit in helping Bobby bolster this lie that he was a jigsaw uh, victim who survived. And (laughs) he unfortunately can't save any of those people. Um, and the way his lawyer dies is absolutely gruesome. Ugh. Mm-hmm. The worst, worst. Um, but he gets back to his wife. And he's supposed to. Put hooks in his pectoral muscles. Climb to the top of the ceiling. To. To release Joyce, his wife, before she's incinerated in a crematorium. Like she's well, he doesn't do it and she ends up dying anyways. Um, all while this is happening and I believe Bobby, doesn't he lose his life anyways? I think he does. Um, Hoffman is going after Dr. Jill. Like he's the finder. Like,
1: this that like what's his name? Bobby.
0: Mm-hmm. What the one Bobby? who
1: just lost his wife. Yeah. That you were just yeah. talking about. He makes he makes Jeff look like um he's Sonic the
0: Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty creepy Yeah, the whole storyline there is just don't lie about, you know, stuff. <laughs> Well so, mm-hmm. karma's a huge bitch. <laughs> um, but yeah. Hoffman, Hoffman gets a hold of Dr. Jill. And he puts her in the original reverse bear trap. Mm-hmm. And he's destroying his workshop. And he's leaving town. And he's sub- subdued by three people in pig's masks. And the leader is Dr. Gordon um, who's been Jigsaw's apprentice from the very beginning, we find out. Mm -hmm. And he's fulfilling a request from John to take immediate action if Jill is harmful, Jill dies from the reverse bear trap. I mean, it just takes her head clean off. And he locks Hoffman up in the same bathroom that Gordon was tested in. Throws away the hacksaw as he tries to escape and the door seals. And that's where it it okay. is. Uh, Not very memorable. Dr. Jill's dead. Jigsaw's dead. Hoffman's dying. So,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, I guess that's the end of what they thought was the end of Saw at that time.
1: <clears throat>
0: so, let's see here, let's look at A the A lot chat. of
1: loose ends, basically.
0: Very much so, yep. And that's where the movie Jigsaw comes, later. Let me pull that info <clears throat> up. I kinda like the plot of Jigsaw, um it was interesting. Um it takes place 7 years later. Let me see here. It's kind of a it's kind of a prequel postquel, I guess you could call it. I don't know what you would call it. Um a lot of the plot takes place 10 years in the past. Um But then again, It's just, it's weird how it all kind of flows together. All right, let me find my notes. All right. So the funny part about the beginning of Jigsaw, no, that's the beginning of Spiral, Spiral, sorry. Um, A guy comes up to them with a remote detonator or some kind of remote in his hand And he's like, I don't want the game to start. I don't want the game to start. There are people, I don't want the game to start. And they shoot him in the chest and take off his hand. And that triggers the game to start. So there are five people with buckets on their head, bucket devices on their heads, and they're chained to a wall. And as the chain... Pulls them to the wall. There are saw blades, of course. It's saw. And they have to make a blood sacrifice in order to be released. So, the first woman, I believe her name is no Anna. Yeah, Anna. She goes ahead and makes that sacrifice, and she's released. So she's telling everybody, "Hey, just do this, and you'll get through it." Well, there's one guy that never moves. He's like totally passed out and the other four make that sacrifice and they move on well the fifth guy finally wakes up and he's pulled into the wall but later on you'll see what John does for him he doesn't die so so they move on and bodies start showing up around town like the first one is supposed to be the guy that that ended up in the wall of saw blades not not him somebody else Um, and he has john's blood under his fingernail from the me and the lab and there's also a flash drive in that body and so now we're not doing as many tapes anymore, we're doing flash drives. So that's the big, that's the big change in this movie. Um, so, by the way, Jigsaw was a 2017 release directed by oh boy, the Spear Spearig Brothers and it was written by Josh Stolberg and Peter Goodfinger. It's the eighth installment. It stars Matt Passmore, Colm, Keith Rennie, Clay Bennett, Hannah Emily Anderson, and they don't mention um, the original Jigsaw John. That's weird. Um, of course, Twisted Pictures, distributed by LionGate. Release date was October 27, 2017. It has a runtime of 92 minutes, it has a budget of 10 million dollars, but for 10 million dollars, it wasn't that bad. So and it grossed $104.2 million. So the five people, Mitch, Anna, Ryan, Carly, and as we will find out who the unconscious man is soon, um, make it through that first test and they move on and they're still chained up at the neck. And as they enter this next room on a farm, their chains go up into the ceiling and they realize that they're probably going to end up hanging themselves if they don't do confess to what they've done. So Carly was a purse snatcher and she stole an asthmatic lady's purse and she stole three dollars and fifty three cents and the lady ended up dying from an asthma attack. and. To save everybody, Carly has to take an injection and she was already injected with a toxin, so that's the antidote. Um, But Ryan, who's a jerk, (laughs) there's always a jerk um, contestant. Is that what we call them? Contestant victim? In these, in all of these movies, it's so bizarre how there's always that one jerk and Ryan is that person. And as they're hanging, he swings over and stabs all three syringes into her neck. And Carly ends up dying from the acid in one of the syringes. But as they, Mitch, Anna, Ryan, are looking at the syringes, there's a door and, you know, a door opens, they're released from their collars, and there's three doors in the next room, and they're supposed to use, there's a combination lock that they have to open to get to the next place, and of course, Ryan the jerk can't, wait so he tries to open one of the doors without the combination he falls through the floor and wire grabs a hold of his leg and starts slicing into his leg and lo and behold there's a tape um so they listen to the tape and there's a lever they're supposed to pull to release Ryan so that they can go through the next door And Ryan is actually a terrible person. When he was a teenager, he got drunk with some friends. He got ejected from the car, but his friends died in a fiery crash. Um, And he's done other things that were very questionable and terrible over his life but Anna keeps talking about this story that she's never done any wrong. She's perfect. She's blameless. She doesn't know why she's there. And so Ryan pulls the lever. He loses his leg. But Mitch and Anna move on. And it's a grain silo is the next room. And, oh gosh, I'm trying to remember. Mitch's um, dilemma is that he stole a motorcycle and he knew that the brakes were bad. And Kramer's nephew bought the motorcycle and he couldn't stop and he ended up dying. So that's Mitch's um, sin. And they get out of the grain silo after Ryan helps them. And there's a contraption that the assistant ME medical examiner is like obsessed with jigsaw. And her name's Eleanor. And she's working with um Logan, what is his name? The Emmy. And she's just describing all this stuff and um where is his name? I wrote it down. <laughs> Logan Nelson. Um, and she's showing him her museum and all this stuff all the time. Mitch is being lowered into this spiral contraption. And that's where the spirals start coming from. Also, it's not just Jigsaw's face, it's that. And Anna tries to stop the motorcycle that killed John's nephew, Because it's the one that's dipping Mitch into the contraption with a rod, but it breaks the rod and Mitch dies anyways through the contraption. All the while, she's still saying she's a perfect angel. She did no wrong. And she left Ryan there. But out walks John. And then you're sitting here going, wait, John's dead. How can this be? And it's revealed that this storyline is actually 10 years in the past before the current storyline. And Anna was a new, Anna's story comes out. Anna and her husband were helping John when he was sick with cancer and going through chemo and all that stuff. And she had a baby And she had severe postpartum depression. One night she couldn't take the baby crying anymore. This is awful. And her husband fell asleep because he was tired as well. And she lays the baby right next to her husband and he accidentally rolls over onto the infant and suffocates him. She lets her husband take the fall for the baby's death when she's the one that did it. And he ends up hanging himself in the mental hospital because he goes insane. <sighs> so she's not Miss Perfect Miss Angel after all. And John makes that clear. So he's got her and Ryan locked up in chains across from each other and he sets a sh- a sawed off shotgun in between them with one slug that he made himself and it's got the keys to their locks in the slug and he tells them if you can reach it you know this is the key to your freedom go after it well of course ryan doesn't have a you know, part of his leg, he can't move that great. So Anna gets up, grabs the sawed off shotgun, but it backfires on her and it kills her. And Ryan's thinking about the words that John said about the key to your freedom. And he looks at the slug and then you see a cutaway of John putting the keys to their locks in the slug. He sees Anna's key, which is green. Hey, Vic, mute for a minute. Oh, sorry. And he sees his key from the slug, but his key is broken in half, so he never gets away. So that jumps to Logan and Eleanor, and they figure out that the farm where this stuff is happening is actually dr jill's family's farm because they piece together there's a virus that comes from pig farming that people can contract and so they go out there and eleanor just kind of disappears but logan and officer Hollem um, are grabbed by pig face and they're knocked unconscious. They wake up in laser cutter collars and Holloran, they're, they're told by Jigsaw, hey, press, you know, press this button if you're going to confess to your sins. hollerin being the jerk that he is, reaches over and presses Logan's button And that in turn, you know, starts the laser collar on Logan. And he's trying to confess everything about how he's failed his daughter, what he did in Fallujah, because he was a, a medic, a military medic. And the collar finally turns and it looks like he dies. And he falls to the ground. And Halloran's collar is still activated, it's shooting the laser straight into the ceiling, and he's, like, just spewing his guts out, and as Logan stands up, and he shows that you know, you're the one who killed my wife. You left my daughter without a mother. He reactivates Holleran's collar, breaking the rules because Holleran technically won and it slices Holleran's head off. And that's pretty much where the movie ends. Like it just cuts to the directed by credits. It is fascinating movie (laughs) so and logan's final words are i speak for the dead and it just cuts out so he's carrying on john's legacy as the new jigsaw it's left the door wide open and it's it's not a bad movie i mean it i'm glad they gave it seven years to kind of choose someone else, regroup, rewrite the story. I mean, it 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 went pretty well, but it's it's that twist of the 10 year overlap. You know, the 10 years where the people actually died versus the current day story. That's the weirdest part of the movie, I think. So, I give it a six. It was it was okay. But I'm not that great on horror movies, so all right, let's see here. Let's move on to Spiral, and that's the last one we can watch. There is Saw 10. It is out. Um, you have to pay for it right now. Uh, let's see here. Spiral is a 2021 film uh, directed by Darren Lynn Boseman, written by Josh Stolberg and Peter Goldfinger. That's the people responsible for jigsaw um ninth movie of course it stars chris rock max Minghella, who is um nick from the handmaid's tale so piecing together um he he's really awesome in the handmaid's tale so he was really good in this movie as well marsola nichols i like that last name and samuel l jackson plays chris rock's father. So the beginning of the movie, there is a cop named Bozeman. Boz. I think it's Boz. And he's from Letterkenny. He is McMurtry. (laughs) And I'm sitting here looking at him and going, oh, my God, I know that guy. And he's crazy. Um, So it was it was different to see him in this role on this movie. And back up a few minutes of course it's twisted pictures distributed by Lionsgate it was released on May 14th 2021 it has a runtime of 93 minutes it had a budget of 20 million dollars but it only grossed 40.6 million which is shocking to me because I think this is the best saw um movie of them all but I haven't seen 10 yet so I can't really you know fully say that it had a really good plot line um so it begins with this cop, and he is chasing a perp who stole a purse down a manhole, and he's abducted by pigface. And next you see him hanging by his tongue in a jigsaw contraption. And a train is coming. And There's a tablet at his feet with a message from Pigface. And it says that if you can release yourself before the train gets here, you'll live. Well, he tries, supposed to rip out his tongue because he lied on the stand during several trials and was caught. But unfortunately he meets the train. Yuck. So, Detective Zeke Banks, which is Chris Rock, is undercover trying to catch some guys who steal money posing as FBI agents. And they catch them. He's exposed. So, his captain sends him to investigate a bum meeting the number three train, but it's not a bum, it's a cop. And it was his partner or his friend. And it opens a whole door of pig face is trying to root out bad cops in the system. And he's going from cop to cop to cop. But he's posing as rookie William Shank. And they're just going through each one, like there's I'm trying to remember which cop is next. Mm 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 wrote it down. So there was Bosman, that was Boswick that was killed first. Then they receive a flash drive um, about the death. They show the backstory about um, Samuel L. Jackson being Zeke's father, Bakes' father. Uh, what he covered up as captain of the police department. uh let's see the next cop is taken and his name is bitch and he's hooked up to a machine that because he had an itchy trigger finger and killed an innocent citizen it's going to rip his fingers off but if he doesn't let the machine rip his fingers off in a certain amount of time water would fill and he would be electrocuted to death but he ends up dying anyways. So um, so they find that. Then the next one is Captain Garza. She is abducted because she helped cover up a lot of what happened here, including um, what is his name? Zeke's former partner's murder of a man who witnessed a crime that a cop committed. And his son is actually hiding in the background. um, Watching his father get murdered. So. Peter Dunleavy is the former partner. Um, Banks is then again, uh, he's abducted himself. And so is his dad. And they think detective Shank is dead because they find a body skinned alive. And they received a pig face doll that had Charlie, which was what he told everybody was his son's name, named after his father, tattooed on his arm, but it's on the back of this doll. But Shank is alive, but that's not his real name. He's posing as Shank, a rookie cop, so that he can get in and become Banks' partner. And his name is Emerson. And lo and behold, that whole plot line about um, his dad being shot and murdered and um, why he's doing this, why he's going after Detective Banks and his father, because it was all covered up. Um, But he has to save Dunleavy. But pig gives him the choice. You can either release him with a key or leave him to die. But he's in front of a, a glass crushing machine. And as banks is trying to find the key, the glass is ripping Dunleavy apart. So by the time he gets the key and he gets, you know, get him down, he's, he's gone. He's dead. And that's where he finds Emerson. Who's, Shank and his dad. His dad is hanging by a contraption where he's bleeding out. And Banks is handed a gun and he said, you know, you can either shoot me, Emerson, or you can shoot the spiral up there and release your dad. So Banks has this choice where he's like, oh, I don't know what I want to do. Um, I really want to shoot Emerson. Um for what he's done, but he in the end he shoots the spiral and releases his dad, who he's blooded out a lot, and he's just lying on the floor. And Banks tries to go after Emerson, and they have a fight in the elevator. But SWAT arrives, and as they are trying to cut through to to where they're at, it triggers another machine, and it lifts um banks senior up and it looks like he has a gun and banks junior lets Emerson get away and they murdered the SWAT team murders Banks Sr. in front of Banks. And that's where the movie ends. It left the door wide open with Emerson escaping. And Banks is trying to call off the SWAT team, but his father is, is just dead. So. All right. I'm done with Saw. <laughs> At least for now. Me too. Oh my gosh. I'm I'm ready to wrap up. It's your turn to scream with Sci-Fi mombi for a year. <laughs> we will start mm-hmm. earlier next year because we are going to hit the classics. We're going to hit Um, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, Um, Mm. Halloween. I don't want to watch Halloween. That just brings back bad memories. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. Um, So we're going to move on to happier times for the holidays. Uh, Let's see. We're going to start with Elf. We're going to try to do a live stream of elf soon and then we'll take requests from people we might even put out a couple polls but uh all in all i really don't like horror movies but it hasn't been that bad i really liked annabelle and the conjuring series i thought that was great i love scream um I love Alien. I know we didn't watch those. We need to pick those up. Alien and Predator go hand in hand. But, uh, yeah, we'll move on to happier, lighter things now. Right, Vic? Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so. And, and by happier and
1: lighter, we mean elf.
0: <laughs> yes. Let's have a good laugh, shall we? So.
1: Yeah.
0: Anything else you want to talk about, Vic? Um,
1: well, That's Slinky.
0: That was Slinky. Yeah, he's a talker. I think he wants
1: to talk about something.
0: <laughs> yeah. Slinky, I'm right here, buddy. <laughs> he has. He has. He's like six months old. He has separation anxiety, so. Mm -hmm. Hi, slinkers. He's looking at me funny. Um, I don't have anything else to talk about except we will schedule elf Um, Mm -hmm. I'd like to start having more people on with us might start sending out invitations Um, I really would love to start interviewing people. That would be awesome but Mm -hmm. uh, Otherwise What do you think, Vic? Wrapping it up? Uh Mm-hmm. All right. Party on, Vic.
1: Party on, Momby.
0: Later, party people.
1: Bye.